Monica. And welcome to another edition of Page to Screen from the Chicklick Book Club podcast. Today we're reviewing Driven by Kay Bromberg. Uh, and what yeah. a trip it's gonna be! Let's rub those edges, bitches! Oh, I wanna take that checkered flag uh, and maybe throw it somewhere. I have a sound bite of that, guys. I'll bet you do. Guys, for this one, we've got sound bites mm-hmm. because I was listening and recorded shit. So let's, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I have thoughts about this fucking show. Oh. I got a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so Tosca. Let's just listen up the top, off the hood. You know what? Let's just, let's just go back. Let's just stop. Take a step back. My beautiful co-host. How was your yes. week? Tell me about your beautiful week. Did you have a bright spot this week? <sighs> you know what? How about this? Um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a question to ask you. Um, oh, 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 I got one. So 90s hip-hop and r&b groups so what was your favorite was it boys to men i was gonna say salt and peppa oh well okay like r&b group i mean boys to men duh bbd all that but like abc bbd (laughs) (laughs) got it got it got it um i wanted to tell you though earlier i saw on facebook there was a um a clip from family matters Oh. And I was going to send it to you, but it was like how, um, oh, what was her name? The mom in Family Matters was. Um, no, Laura was the one who was, I know that that was the, the, daughter. the girl. Yeah. The mom was being like harassed at work. So well, you say that, so the mom, her work was for perfect strangers. She worked at the <gasps> the, the, the um, newspaper that cousin Larry worked at in fucking perfect strangers. And it yes. all comes full circle. Yes. Donkey Bartokamus is the fucking, he has all of the strings. He is the puppet master. So she in the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? I don't know what I mean. She, in Okay, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll find it. I'll watch it. So in the clip, she tells off her new boss. Uh-huh. And then he fires her. And she's like, I quit. Peace out. She was like, that felt really good. And she leaves and goes yeah. home. And it's like talking to now, of course. Well, because what anything. happened was there was another group that, so from um, Family Matters, and I could be wrong. And you guys will can at me if you want, because I don't mean, I'm not being racist. I'm just saying, it's like, I think that went on to 227, too. I what think it's split. I think I also think that there were some characters from Family Matters to that split into two two seven. I don't think I ever watched that. I think I think there was. I, I could be wrong, and I don't mean to say that. that I just was like I think there were, and just because it was African Americans, and I think that's where I was thinking because I I watched two two seven too. It was Sandra, Sandra. I never watched it. What? I'm sorry, I didn't. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it was. Um, so, oh god, um, it started that? airing the year I was born. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. So you, you're forgiven. I missed it. Um, 
Hang on. I'm also looking up family matters because like, when did that start? Okay. That was 89 to 97. That was on a long time. Or was, what was 227 then? Uh, 227 was before it. Okay. Seven so. was 85 to 90. Oh, 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 oh. I know what it was. It was, um, so, um, the, oh shit. There was, there was a connection between that and the Jeffersons. 227 and the Jeffersons? Yes. Yes. Okay. I could see that. Yeah, because like based um, upon the age of the cast and whatnot. Yeah, I guess that's that. what it was. It was like not so much Sandra, Sandra, and um, that's how she said her name. It's fine. Um, it was like oh god, I can't think of her name right now. It's like it's right on the the front of my brain. But um, she was the maid in 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 um the Jeffersons or one of those. Mm. I don't know, but oh okay, it was one of those. It was it was a wonderful time. Honestly, let's just go back and say it was a wonderful time where that actress has been in a lot of things. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jackie Harry. It might oh, be like J- Jack K. Harry. That was Jack K. Jack K. Yep. That was, there was an accent on one of these. Yeah. Sean. <laughs> um, who was the 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 the, the lead? Uh, hang on. Let me go back. Once it hits me, it's going to be like, yep. Uh, Helen Martin was Pearl. OK, keep going. Marla Gibbs was Mary Marla Jenkins. Gibbs. Marla yeah. Gibbs. Yeah, Marla Gibbs. Open Marla Gibbs because I think she was. She had a bigger. Uh, she was on the Jeffersons. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, two two seven was fucking amazing, and my dog is is playing oh, with well, her hello, toy. Lena. It's fine. Um, um I'm trying oh. to. I'm looking. Oh, I have to go way back. I mean, she's been like a billion things. Yes, yes. The Jeffersons was on. Was that the 80? Yeah. Okay. So she played Florence Johnson's on Florence yes! Johnson, Florence yep. Johnston. God. Yeah. yeah. Veronica, you have a master's degree. Learn how to read. Like, I, no, mean, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. So I, well, I, I there was an like, episode of the Jefferson's called the truth hurts, which just brings me to Lizzo truth hurts. Um, I have to say, so here's here's a little thing i, I we're, we're deviating already but um last year i watched a they had a um my dog is luna is playing a lot of toys um but there was a um two two episodes where it was like um oh it's not norman mailer um the guy who who wrote uh all in the family and all those shows all in the family jefferson's he's still alive Really? I, I think you look him up okay. Well, I'm talking about it. <laughs> like, you look him up. But um, celebrate. Norman Lear? Norman Lear. He's still alive. He's like 93 or something like that. So what they did last year was. 98. They, fuck me. He's 98. He's 90. He looks fantastic. FYI. He was on the episode. But what they did was they recast these, these like, like um, different episodes from each show. Like they did an episode from, um, all in the family. They did one from Jefferson's. They did one from um there's oh god, two other ones. The only I watched the ones good from the times. Jefferson's Good Times. Did good times. Good times, and there was another one. And so it was like um so uh oh what's his name? Um god. Jamie Foxx played um oh 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 I Mr. Jefferson. He played Jeff Mr. Jefferson. Oh, it was oh, hysterical. God. And um Woody Harrelson played um, Carol Connors part. He played. Um, yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It was fantastic. 
and um they they didn't cut anything they didn't like because there were some words that you're like oh right yeah, yeah like maybe we wouldn't say those today right but at the same time like if you looked at it and what especially if you look at norman lear you're like yeah he's not being racist he's he's trying to show racism he's trying to he's he's showcasing it and saying this is what we are dealing with like well, not him in particular like this is what the nation is dealing with so there was something so satisfying about it that like it, it, the fact that it was like it's relevant back then and guess what it's relevant now it and, certainly is and it was fantastic so i have to say if you have hulu is it, I, I was gonna ask it was, you saw it. it was on hulu and it was fantastic and at one point they actually bring norman Lear out he looks great and he was talking about his process of writing and everything like that it was wonderful i guess all of his it says his catalog is going to be streaming on prime amazon prime it may we and make imdb funny. tv because so. they're like he's not eight years old <laughs> Yeah. He looks great though. I mean, honestly, he looks great. I mean, I saw him like last year. So it was, he was 97. He walked by himself. He moved by himself. He looked fantastic. He did. Good for him. <laughs> oh my. Hi, Luna. Does she have to go potty? No, she's just being a jerk. <laughs> um, we have some potty training issues. Um, so. Someone doesn't want to pee in the backyard. No, no. If we, mm, <laughs> One day when she comes downstairs, I'm just going to break into the PBS Luna, the moon song. Yes, please do that. I wonder if we'll get sued for that. Probably not. You know what? I was actually thinking about this week and I was like, we need to have some like some sound bites. And I think it lists, as long as we keep it under 30 seconds, I think we're good. Is it 30? I think it's 30. Long. Okay. I think well, it's 30. We we'll talk about, about offline. That. Yeah, we can talk about that later. So that's my bright spot. <laughs> <laughs> um uh honestly i've i've not had an awesome week um there is good stuff coming up that i'm very excited about um yes there is yeah so i'm just preemptive i'm excited about next weekend i'm gonna see you literally every fucking day. every fucking day over the weekend I'm Two of Saturday? them will be in Zoom, but one of them's going to be in Saturday? fucking Oh person. my God, I'm going to hug you so much. I am going to tackle you to the fucking ground. I am if so excited. If you and I don't have like grass stains on our clothes. I'm going to be mad about it. Like, <laughs> I can't fucking wait. I'm, I might cry. I am like really might cry. I know. It's fine. It's fine. We haven't been doing this for almost a year. It's fine. No, yeah, no, no it's worries. Fine. No we, worries. COVID hasn't been going on. I have, you know. No, we haven't been talking. So before, guys, before we decided to do this, uh, Veronica and I were doing like every like three weeks, we were doing like a let's mm -hmm. sit down and just talk for like four hours on end. Yeah, and mm -hmm. then we decided to do a show because yeah. you, you needed to hear us. Yeah. Um, so. Because I guess um, we're that full of ourselves that we just have to asshole. <laughs> but um yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be I'm gonna it's gonna be a rough weekend. I'm gonna cry. Because I'm gonna mm -hmm. think about crying right now, I'm gonna cry. So yep. um nope. so let's talk about this fucking series. Fucking then. fucking book. Oh my god, I have so many notes. I have notes, guys. I have audios. 
I have audio files. I literally have four written pages of notes. Four. Single space? Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, there's Ooh. a skipped line here and there. Um, All right, so I, how do you want to handle this, bitch? Oh, we want to do chapter by chapter, right? Yeah, let's go episode by episode so that we can kind of like have some structure um, there. I'm looking to see. Okay, that's not first episode. I'm looking to see, I was looking at my video files. All right, so um, Amazon, that's what it was, right? No, yeah. no. Okay, okay. So yeah, it was the here's Amazon website. One through seven <clears throat> is chapter one through seven. So um, in the I actually, first, okay, go ahead. Do that first. Okay. In the first part of six, of the adaption of Kay Bromberg's Driven, Riley Thomas, who's our heroine, runs a nonprofit that helps orphan boys feel welcome in the world. Colton Donovan wants Riley more than anything he's ever wanted. So he makes her an offer she can't refuse. Oh, he wants this. So yeah. he makes her an offer. Wow. And offer she can't yeah. refuse. <clears throat> yeah. No wow. one proofread that. Mm -mm. No one did. I'm so no. glad we did. Um, so editors we, are important, everyone. <laughs> you know that now. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's add a little couple of things to that. So, so the big thing is that, um, Riley, oh, PS, he, spoilers abound. We're just not even gonna bother. Oh, okay? I mean, fuck this. Fuck, I mean, this came out in 2018. If you haven't fucking yeah. seen it at this point, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. And guess what? I didn't care for it, so fucking <laughs> fuck you. The reason um, we're doing it now is because the second series comes out on the 22nd, and this yeah. is airing on the 20th. I think that's how that works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, let's add <sighs> some more things here. So, um, Riley is trying to, I don't know if she's trying to close up or whatever, she's trying to, to like, get out of, like, there's, like, a charity auction and she just yeah. wants to get her shit and leave and she's trying to get her shit and leave and she gets locked into this like backstage bullshit so she starts having a panic attack she's before she which yeah, we'll talk about more about later right before she gets to the to the closet however she runs into some guy who's got his tongue down some girl's throat mm -hmm. and she's like i mean it's pretty much like short of penetration there we are mm -hmm. Um, and so she is freaking out and all of a sudden the door opens and she kind of like throw, like kind of lands on whoever opens the door for her. And she's kind of, I want to say like, um, uh, thrown her brains kind of not with it. Yeah. And he <clears throat> immediately starts, he's, his first line is literally fuck it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, literally is fuck it. And he just like, he just starts making out with her. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, then just a hot guy. like." And then he starts sticking his hands. He's going to try to go up her panties. And she's, at some point, after a many uh, groping, she's like, no, 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 I'm good. Because she starts having a panic attack because she starts feeling like she's um, in a, looks to be a car. We don't know why, but she can't get out of the car. Um, is that good? <laughs> for the first one oh oh um so so then <clears throat> so riley realizes that um can i can i step you, in you can step in okay. i'm like i'm just i'm just i'm i'm floundering here yeah, okay I mean, so no you're not floundering okay so uh 
I read the book. This is the opposite of, of Safe Haven. Okay. I read the book <laughs> this time and we both watched the show. Okay. Yep. Um, so I've got the comparison of the book versus the show. She has a panic attack. Um, it does get explained. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it now. Two years prior, she was in a bad car accident mm-hmm. and her fiance died in the car accident. They were both trapped in the car for like a long time. Two like days. Two to three days. Um, Which she should have been dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She ends up telling the whole story in um, the last couple chapters, which ends up being the last episode. Um, it's much more descriptive in the book, obviously. Um, but anyway, that's why she has claustrophobia ever since then. She cannot be in enclosed spaces, which makes sense. Totally. Um, she has a panic attack in this closet. In the book, she's going to get something like for the charity something. event they're yeah. having, but then the door closes, she gets locked in there. So she like stumbles out into this person that she's never met because in the, in the book, she specifically like, she hears noises and specifically does not look like she tiptoes by. Well, she does that in the, in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. But in the, in the movie, like you kind of see glimpses, right? Like they show. So enough to be like, he's a whore. I mean, who hasn't wanted to like make out backstage anyway. So yeah, of course like, I mean, so there's no judgment here from anyone. Nope. Nope. So um, at any rate, he catches her as she's like falling. He opens the door, essentially catches her because she's like leaning against the door. And um, there's some a tense moment. She's coming down off of her panic attack. Hot guy caught her. They start making out. Now, what snaps her out of it is that he says the words sweet Jesus, which she heard him say with yes. the girl he was screwed around with. Which when she it, it's really time. not in the movie. I mean, he says it, but you don't get that same sort of. Yeah. It's that's what snaps her out of it is that she realizes this is the dude that was doing whatever it's, it's kind of in the book. It's sort of implied that she was giving him a blowjob. So who knows great. but like that's sort of what's implied yeah great yeah so uh anyway that's what snaps her out of it and then uh oh god all right so after that she has to she's like in charge of this charity event yes yes so she's and it's for the the orphan boys and it actually takes a while in the book to get to the explanation of what the fuck she does can we talk? Let's just stop right here and just talk about the fucking. What? Let's. No, oh, hey, that's fine. Um, can we talk about the um, set dressing here? Yeah, go for, for it. fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is like Hallmark and Lifetime had a baby and it aborted on this fucking. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I can't even. I. Who saw okay, Tosca, I fucking love you. But who was like, here, here is here's our set for this movie. Here we go, right here. And they were like, Yeah, this looks great. Mm. This looks great. It was like a bunch of a bunch of posters that were written with a Sharpie. Like, what was it called? Caring something or other? It was called like Oh, okay. That's another issue I have is that in the movie it's called corporate caring. 
But yes. in the book, it's called Corporate Cares. It, so I don't understand why that which changed. Either, also, that's was, a terrible name. Either way, it was like, it was written with a fucking Sharpie, which I love Sharpies, but still it was like, meh. And it was like, it Sharpie, was. Sharpie, please sponsor us. <laughs> but I was like, uh, did no one from the fucking set direction, was someone drunk on the set, set direction? Because this is awful. This is fuck. No one. Okay. No one. Cool. 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 Um, one thing, I don't know. It's I, we saw it multiple times because it's the beginning. It's in like the opening credits where the door shuts and it zooms in on the door handle handles. Yes. Dude. Skeleton key locks don't work like that. They don't just lock. They do not. They do not. I have three skeleton key locks in my house because my house is almost a hundred years old. So, and we don't, I mean, those doors don't lock because there's no no way I'm fucking around with a skeleton key. Guess what? That's why asshole comes down here all the time because he, he opens the door. Sherman, he opens the door. Does he take his little paws and like, he does. (gasps) No, no, it's underneath the door. He pulls it, it pulls it and pulls it. And then he does the, yep. He's a dickhead. (gasps) He's super fucking smart. Oh my god! And then he idea. And then he lets Luna down here. Yes, they conspire. They're dickheads. It's like in the office when they're like, "Do you want to form an alliance?" alliance? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I want to form an alliance. I promised other people I would be on my worst behavior. So (laughs) (laughs) these pictures are the same picture. I just can't. Oh, guys, this, anyway. this movie, this show broke us. I mean, it, it Safe really Haven, Safe Haven brought us up there, but this one, I mean, tonight gonna, my mom, well, was, she told me, "Honey, I don't think I'm going to read Safe Haven," and I was like, "You can skip it, Mom. It's cool." Yes, please skip it. Please skip, please it. skip it, Veronica's mom. I um, also told her we were recording tonight, and she goes, "Okay, I won't text you." <laughs> Why not? You'd be a, a guest host on the no, next No, I one. said you got a guest spot on the last episode, though. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> that Here's poor the thing. woman. Like, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to I'm gonna say it. I don't know how the book is, but I actually like Safe Haven, the book, better than this fucking thing. Oh, wow. Because nothing fucking happens <laughs> in this fucking thing. That is true. Very little happens in the book. I mean, to be All honest, right. very little happens. It's, it's just, um, it's, it, yep. Nothing like momentous happens. I mean, the most no. exciting thing that happens is like when they go to the sex, track. sex. Oh it's, yeah. There's it's like, they fucking do it. They go to the track, they do it. And, and he screams at her and they're at the end. Okay. So let's keep going. Listen, the sex is hot. We'll get there, though. We'll talk about that. Agreed. Yes, let's keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay, so anyway, they're at this charity event. Now, uh, I actually, this is something that I really liked about, first of all, the name is stupid. Corporate Cares makes no fucking sense. Because it doesn't, it's not descriptive. What the fuck does that mean, Corporate Cares? That sounds like it's a, like a, it's a consulting company that goes and teaches corporations how to act like they give a fuck. Honestly, I thought that she literally was their foster mom. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, she's, she's not. not. She's no. not. But that's what it felt like at first. It's explained a bunch better in the book, obviously. Right. Um, but it's the the general explanation or overview of what this is, is that it is 
And they actually, in the show, they actually do a pretty good job of explaining it. Um, Like that whole scene where she tells Colton what the charity is, that doesn't actually happen in the book. All of that kind of happens in her inner monologue. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I thought that was a good demonstration of, of taking the page to the screen, if you will. But (laughs) what it is, is uh, taking instead of allowing a bunch of kids, a bunch of boys specifically to end up in foster care um, with random people from, you know, who have been approved to be foster parents all over the city. What they do is that they, keep them all in one house and they call it the house. Right. So like six or seven, I'm not sure how many, I don't, I didn't count, but a few. It was like seven or eight kids. Yeah. Okay. So like a bunch and it's boys only. So a bunch of these boys live in this house and they have constant care from adults. Right. So how this works, they don't really explain this in the, in the movie, I don't think, but in the, in the book, they explain that, each person who works for corporate cares slash corporate caring, depending on which one you're talking about here, has to take a 24-hour shift at the house, which is why right. she's at the right. house. Right. So they always have two adults in the house at every single moment of the day. Which is the usual. Yeah. It's yeah. a great, it's wonderful. I actually really love this idea. I kind of wish that they would do this in real life. Well, they do. Do they? Yes. Yeah. I love it so much. Like it's such a good idea to keep in the show. She explains that way the boys form their own families. Yeah. They, they form friendships with the other kids. They become brothers. They have relationships with the the people that work at corporate cares and she loves those boys. Oh yeah. I I see. You see that you definitely see that. She absolutely. She looks at them like they're her kids. Right. And, well, that's why it was through me. I was like, okay, this is, are these her foster kids? And all of a sudden she was like, I'm off in like so many minutes. I'm like, wait, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So they're raising money for that. It's, I'm kind of unclear as to like what exactly they're raising money for, but they want to build a new building. Who so the they're even in the book, it's not very well described. So um, they want to build this new facility or whatever, whether it's like a, I assume it's another house. I don't know. Yeah, probably. So that's what the fundraiser's for. He is there in the book. It's explained that he is there in the place of his mother who was supposed to be like, I think she just got sick and couldn't go. So he went Mm -hmm. in her place. Um, It's clearly a cause that is important to their family. Right. Well, because he, And we can get more into that. Colton was adopted at age eight. We can get more into all of that later Um, because I'm going to spoil the fuck out of the beginning of the second book because I think it's important. I really do think it's important. Um, Do I have any? I wait. I do. I do. I do have. um, Do I have any recordings from this part here? Um, Hold on. Um, I do because the first um, their first date is before the. there um the the nightclub correct oh okay so this is kind of important then um i mean it is important so he wants to take her out on a date or like he said he makes her a bet that she will agree to a date with him by the end of the night and she's like right yeah um they eventually agree on a wager of like 20 grand to the charity right and uh, she's like, I look forward to lightening your pockets in the end of this night. 
Well, then one of their contestants, like a date auction situation that she didn't even want to do in the first place. She was actually really pissed that they were doing it. They did a date auction. One of their contestants was not able to attend. Like she got sick or something. And she actually suspects that that was sort of purposeful. Right. Um, anyway, she ends up having to fill in and she's pissed about it. And at the end, when she's going to brag to Colton, like you owe me 20 grand. Um, he is like, actually it was 25. And was you find out she was kind of sexy. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, he bought her. Yeah. So she has to go on a date with him. So he did win the bet and he still paid 25 grand. I think it's actually the second episode is where they go on the date. The first Yeah, I think date. the second episode is the so date. I will hold off. I will okay. hold off on that. Okay. For now. So for for now. So let's go to the second. So chapter eight through twelve. Mm-hmm. Um in the second part of six of the adaption of Jesus Christ of K. Bromberg's Driven, Riley agrees to the date she owes Colton. What we just said. Uh, the next night at the Merit sponsored nightclub event. Riley and Colton's chemistry makes the rest of the world disappear. But Colton's reaction to their connection is not what Riley expects. So, okay. So Riley and Colton have a date. It is. You want to talk about what leads to the date? Why she agrees to it? Go for it. So there's one boy in particular named Xander who in the book, they explain why he is silent. This poor, Oh, honey, this poor child is fucking traumatized. He what? I think he watched his mother get murdered. He looks like a child of corn in the movie, though. Come on, he looks a little creepy. He does. He looks like he might slit your throat. He's a child. We should be nice. Yeah, he might slit your throat in the middle of the night. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I kind of wonder that about most men. Most children. So you never know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Granted, granted, granted. I'll allow it. So uh, he he's literally mute. He doesn't communicate with anyone. He like clings to this. Um, I forget what it is. It's some sort of stuffed animal. Uh, he just is really, he's not connecting with anyone in the house. He isn't talking to anyone. He's been there mm-hmm. for weeks, if not months, and he hasn't spoken a single word to a single person. Barely communicates, does not participate. Um, He's being homeschooled because uh, they felt that it would just be better for him since he was having such a hard time socially there. Oh, another thing, they're all in therapy. All the boys get to go to therapy Mm. and they have access to healthcare and stuff like that. So of course, and I knew I, I knew it. Colton shows up at the house to basically harass Riley and try and convince her. so, So my first note about Colton is he's a fucking creep. A little bit. He's it's, it's like a borderline stalker. I don't like this guy. Creep. That's yeah. My... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh Colton shows up and uh of course connects with Sander. Yep. Sander actually comes up to him. And I don't think he speaks at this point, but he he's clearly interacting with him. Right. And when Colton asks him questions, he nods or shakes his head. Like he interact, he yeah. communicates with him non-verbally. Right. So Colton 
who is a race car driver, as I imagine you guessed by driven, driven. and the checkered flag references and shit. Uh, he will get there. We'll get there. He uh, invites Xander and therefore the rest of the boys to come to the track the next time they're testing the car. Cause I, it must be off season or something. Right. So whatever. Xander is obviously super excited about that. So are all the boys. So he has this little breakthrough with Xander, which then makes her agree to the date. Yep. And so here's the first date they go on, which is very simple. It's a beach picnic, basically. First of all, you're really pretty. Me? Yeah. <laughs> just letting you know. I was just I love you. watching you while you were playing that clip. You're really pretty. Oh, I love you. I love okay, you. thank I you. you. <laughs> um, so that um that is that. Um we don't we're gonna get close to the sex scene that wait, sex scene happens. Yeah, sex scene happens. Yeah, in that's one. an episode yeah. too, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're gonna get to that too. So we get to the um the, the club scene very shortly. So um um yeah so um if you ever wanted to be sexually harassed by somebody who was really hot um this is a movie for you literally the whole time i watched this i thought to myself this is just further evidence that veronica you have terrible taste in men because he's hot and i want to make out with him yeah literally i weren't happily married love you Mm -hmm. baby but like (laughs) I was attracted to him and I was like, oh yeah, obviously he's a total dick. I mean, this makes sense. This tracks entirely. Well, legit. My first text to her was like, creep. <laughs> what you said, um, is he a serial killer? Is he going to oh, kill her? That's coming. I was like, I was like, she oh, goes this- over under on whether he does. Yeah, I was like, well, this is the point where he kills her. That's cool. Like I've watched <laughs> enough of these where he, he murders her now. And guess uh-huh. what? He didn't, but I was like, mm, maybe possibly. Um, Ted Bundy also was good looking. So little hello. death, maybe. Yep. Um, I did not care for him for mo- the mo- I I didn't care for him. I'm sorry. He was good looking, but I just was like, he was. There was some malice behind everything. Yeah, I mean, he's the thing is, you're not. I didn't like Colton the whole fucking book, which is great for your fucking hero of your fucking book. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the hero all along. Cool. At Good one point, I, I may have texted you at one point. Uh, I said, I think this is the first romance novel I've ever read where I don't really like either of the characters. Yes, you said that. I was like, yep. Well, I've been there before too, though. Like I've I been there where I was like, fuck both. The- I fuck everybody. Fuck every, literally everybody. The thing is, I don't have an issue. Like Riley is a good person. I don't have an issue with like oh. that part. She's clearly yeah. very generous and kind and loving. The issue I have with her is that she's inconsistent as fuck. Well, that's what I, I there was many times where I was like, I'm going to take Riley and I'm going to put her in a woman's shelter. I'm just going to steal her away and hug her to my chest and move her away so she doesn't have to deal with this asshole anymore. Because like 
yes, exactly. Like it was like here's Tyrus. She's like, no, I'm gonna fucking take a stand. And then the next scene, she's like, yeah, just stick it in. I'm like, no, no, no. Your 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 vagina is a is a special flower. No, <laughs> no. Just say no. I no. I don't want you to stick it in. I want you to like support me and love me and be you know like you know make sure Which I is- don't. Something yeah. that infuriates me later, I think it's episode four. When we get to it, I'll tell you about it. But there's a part that they left out of the show that really pissed me off because it was a moment where I was proud of Riley. All right, let's get to the end okay. of episode two. Oh, so at the end me. of episode two, you get some hot sex. Oh, there's hot sex, but let's get to the point. Oh, the club part? Fucking right before that, where I was so happy for Riley. I was like, yeah, you fucking go, girl. Yes! And then all of a sudden, well, fuck it. So, let's see here. Just forget your where i was that is a moment i was really proud of riley because she that does happen in the book ain't no scrubs ain't no scrubs yep scrub i don't want somebody. no scrubs nope scrub no love from me nope yep a scrub is a guy who can't get no love, love from, from me. me hanging out the passengers out, out of, the of his left hand side <laughs> and oh shit add me me <laughs> <laughs> So oh, Lisa left I Lopez. Oh god, why did you burn the person's house down? Did she um, die? I think she died. She died. She died because she died. She, oh. she also burnt down her husband's house. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to why this asshole is a big fucking asshole. So so um the hell's her name? Riley? Riley. Patty. Okay. Riley and uh, what's her girlfriend's name? Hattie is her girlfriend Hattie. slash roommate. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't tell because I was like, I don't know who this person is. It's, it's oh, it's a friend of hers from college. Um, yeah. And they still live together. They live yeah. together in a house. They rent. I assume they rent it. Um, so they decided to go to this like um, this nightclub. And also not explained well in the movie. No. Hattie works for the product that is being promoted at the nightclub that night. Yep. Which Not- Colton is getting us. He'd like, I think they're sponsoring him or something. Yeah. There was none of that. That's how so that I was like, I know. So all of that was for the, I, I was like, is this for the charity? Cause like, who the fuck cares no. who's here for the charity? No. So, um, so what you heard was after, um, Riley watches Colton make out with some blonde chick, um, whose name was, was that Tawny or was that no, someone else? No, it was somebody else who she said in the... Oh, right. I forget. 
I forget her name. She's Anyhow, inconsequential. Matter. It doesn't matter. Says. Yeah. Well, and she is. Um, and she's like, well, then don't they? There's a fight happening. God damn it. So anyhow. Um, yeah. So there's a fight. Um, not that my cats. There's a fight with um, uh, Colton and um, Riley where she's like, you know what? I don't fucking care. You know, I, I am my own woman. He's like, no, you're mine. And it was very much you like territorial. Yeah, you belong with me. It's very territorial. And mm-hmm. then like she decides, sure, I'm just going to talk with him in the hallway. Okay, you know what's going to happen? It's, he's going to have his, his tongue down your throat. Guess what? He has his tongue down your throat. So then FYI, um, he has his own um, hotel room and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, There's a hotel attached. To attached this to this nightclub. And so they, um, it, which is the ugliest fucking hotel room it I've ever. Really is, yeah. Okay, we've talked about the the, the set de- dressing. Let's just talk about it a little bit more because holy fucking shit! Did anybody watch anything? Did anybody see like, I mean, anything besides like Buffy the Vampire Slayer twenty twenty uh, and above? No, twenty eleven and above. Did anybody watch anything on television since then? Because holy shit! Oh my God! The 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 uh, the set de- dressing is goddamn awful. Have you awful. ever seen a hotel room with red sheets? No, because you know what? I've never been in a fucking hotel that rented by the hour. No, I haven't. I feel like even then they would use white sheets because you could bleach them and not ruin them. Good call. Good fucking call. Yeah, I think that's why most hotels use white sheets so they Probably. can bleach them. Probably. It was disgusting. And I was like, oh, I, I mean. The set I, dressing, I, not the sex. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, fuck me, the sex. Jesus Christ. This is a thousand percent the most explicit thing on on Passion Flicks. It is a hundred percent. Like, having, watching, having watched all of it, yes. I, I texted you and I was like, A, boobs with, like, him sucking on a nipple and also heavy implication that he is going down on her and i mean his head is hidden by her thigh oh it's yep yep and uh there was like there was thrusting thrusting Uh uh-huh 100 thrusting and you you knew when climax happened Uh for him for him not so much for her she comes she comes in the book though i mean yeah he's a man whore he's good at this shit you know yeah but still like for the the the, the movie, mm-hmm. she should. Because I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. The second time, wait, hold, third time, third time, wait, no, second time. When they're up against the window in his house, mm-hmm. I was like, did someone come? Because I couldn't tell. Yeah, we'll get so there. in the so at the hotel in the book, they actually have sex twice. That's important because after it's, they just sort of skip that in the episode, which I understand for time and whatnot. But at the end, he just like gets up and leaves the bed. And she is having flashbacks of her fiance and is kind of having her own panic attack while he's having his own panic attack across the room. Great, great. So that's when she's kind of realizing like this is... This was not a good idea. Um, she's used to 
someone that who loved her cuddling with her afterward and being sweet and kind and he like gets up and at one point later we'll get to this actually this wasn't in i'm not sure this part was actually in the show so maybe we'll talk about it more but later way later she brings up like you got out of that bed like i had burned you yes yeah um and he they talk about that later so we can we can come back to that but he gets up, no, like, you know, gentle aftercare. None of that's going on. That's just no. not cold either. Like, he's not going to lay there and cuddle with you all night. He's going to get out of bed and leave. And, he, and she knows that. What kills me with her is, like, yeah. she, she fucking knows. knows that. She knows that. All right. So where are we Which at? is where that ends. That, that episode ends with her in the bed realizing that she's made a mistake. Oh, here we go. Well, I mean, that's what this is. So um, there you go. Can you hear? Make this mistake easier on both of us. Don't worry, Colton. Across the finish line, you took the trip line. You get your check a flag. Mm-hmm. Check a flag. Yep. Now, he, so in the book, she goes home and uh, he actually calls the roommate. He does in the, in the movie too. Does he? Okay. I can't yep. remember. Yeah. All right. Which I guess brings us to. Wait, the fuck bad? So three. No, right. we're not there yet. All right. So. <laughs> Oh, wait. Okay. Well, you get the explanation on episode four. No, no. Chapter. Yeah. 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 So chapters 12 through 16. In the Mm -hmm. third part of six, Colton's reaction to his connection with Riley forces her to retreat as the nightmare of her previous trauma return. But when Colton appeals to her for another chance, Riley agrees and decides to give herself the chance to love again. I don't know why. Um, fuck no I don't fucking know why no it really makes no sense uh, my first note from episode 3 is her lips are amazing <laughs> holy shit I know her lips right? are incredible um, oh and at, at that point I realized I said uh, of course there are Teslas because I had forgotten like in the book he has an Aston Martin and a Range Rover Right. so I at first, I was like, he has an Aston Martin. Like, I was just like, that's not accurate. But then by episode three, I was like, oh, duh, Tosca. Okay, yeah, he has a, right. he has a Tesla. Um, at this point, also, I wrote, it's really the audio that I have a problem with. Oh, do you want to hear some audio? Okay. <laughs> Is this when they go to the fair? Right before. He 
sucks. He does. Now, the thing is, he really isn't capable of giving that to anyone. That's true. He's not. I thought I had something from the fair. I guess I don't. The frustrating part to me, and I was frustrated about it in the book, is that she just keeps going back to him, even though they yes! obviously want different things. Like, Yes. <laughs> I just want to be like, do you, is, also, is his, is his you, fucking dick that fucking golden? Come on. I was just about to say that. Like, is his dick that good? I mean, the thing is, he is, at some point, I forget when she says this. I think it's after, I think it's in episode four. Uh, they, she tells him, you are the second person I've ever had sex with. Oh, yeah. I was like, What? Yep. I had a moment of like, oh my god, for God's sake, no, get the fuck out, get the fuck out, Mayday, Mayday! <laughs> no! In the book, he is, she comments about how his eyes get wet, like he is shocked by that. I was fucking shocked, I wasn't sticking it in, I was like, god damn it, no, get the fuck out! Especially after, okay, so anyway, in- what do they go to the fair in episode three? That must be yes, right? Yeah. Okay, so they go like she for whatever inexplicable it's three between, fucking reason. Between three and four is he at the end of three? He goes to like lock unlocks that door. He goes, fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, that's how it ends. Yeah. So I I actually don't remember what makes her decide to go on an actual date with him. Um, just pressure. So she agrees to go on an actual date with him. He comes and he picks her up. They go to like the fair, basically. It's like a carnival. I'm, I'm thinking while you're talking about that, yeah. I cannot remember for the life of me what. It's it's fucking explicable. There's no I mean, reason. It, like every time we turn around, like she acts like he has like he has a magnet in his crotch that she needs like it sucks her in. I'm like, no. She's no, very no. drawn to him for whatever reason. And like, he he's he says looking, he's very drawn no, to her. No, no, no. He's he's got naughty dick. No. <sighs> so they go to the fair or whatever, and um, <laughs> yep, the sound is terrible. And then oh, the sound is terrible through the whole fucking thing. It's pretty bad. It's pretty it's bad. bad. Were, it's, the fair is bad though. The fair is yeah, real the bad. fair is really bad. Um. And then it, it's just, it doesn't sound natural. And I, I didn't know if I was being really nitpicky because I have, I have an audio background. And so for me listening to that, I'm like, you don't, this is obviously overdubbed. And I know this because you do not sound like you are outside. Right. Right. And that drove me batshit crazy throughout the entire series. That drove me batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. So it ends episode three ends with kind of a loud door unlocking like yes which was good for effect or whatever but that's where it ends is them getting to this house now episode four hot sex on the kitchen counter like right off the fucking bat oh so so he goes he like he's looking through the counter like through the cabinets he can't find anything to eat he just he's like fuck it i'm just gonna rip my shirt off he's literally it's like cabinet cabinet shirt he will. He also said, and this was a little serial killer ish. He stalks toward her and he says, I shouldn't have brought you here. I brought you here. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and this is when I texted you. I was like, he's going to uh-huh. murder her, isn't he? He's yeah. going to murder her. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then they have really hot sex on the kitchen counter where he ties her to the faucet and blindfolds her. Which is great, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Your face. (laughs) It's like, it's great. Great. I mean, I mean, I don't want to say like, he's such a creep that I'm like, I don't, I know you think he's creepy. He's attractive. I don't because he's so fucking creepy. Like he's so creepy. He's creepy. He's Again, creep this all tracks that I would be like, he's so attractive. I and mean, like, he's fucking creepy. Yeah. Again, I mean, this all tracks. So they fuck. Oh, hold on. Cause do I have a sound? I have a sound bite for handy? this. Oh, I don't have one of those for those, but I do have, uh, this is 12 through 16. Yeah. I have, I went from 16 through 17. So. Okay. So that's next. We're getting there. Yep. So, uh, yeah, at any rate, that's kind of, that's all. Oh, we're in chapter. We're in episode four now. Okay. Yeah. So they bang on the kitchen counter. Great. Afterward, it gets just awkward again. Like she markedly gets awkward after each one of their sexual encounters. And so she kind of gets tries to work her way into like an awkward conversation about like, Oh, when are you bringing the boys into the track? Right. And then, uh, he says something that makes her realize why he has been weird since they've entered the house. And what he says is my day planner is at home. I'll have to get back to you on that. And she's like, it's like a fucking record scratch. <laughs> she's like, um, you don't live here? It wasn't it wasn't the him trying to figure out what the fucking security code was to get in the fucking house. I was like, right. that's the first time I was like, you don't know what the security code is to get in your house. And he used the I, wrong key when they got to the front door. Yeah, I was like, and, I and that's those are code. things that she's in her inner monologue mentions in the book, but she's not like thinking about it at the time, just kind of is like maybe he's flustered, you know. I mean Right. It's easy enough to write off, like, oh he wrong key how many times i've used the wrong fucking key trying to get into my own goddamn house and i only have one house so at this point they have a well-deserved argument um because she realizes that he has brought her to a fuck pad that's what she calls it where that's what uh, he calls it too it's, he it's doesn't, he doesn't, book, he, d- but he doesn't just, he doesn't just, you know, dissuade her on that one. No. Um, hang on. Why isn't, okay, there we go. Um, the thing is, so now they have this like big ass argument, right? Um, she insists on him in the book anyway. And he, this sort of happens in, in the movie that she insists on him telling her exactly how his little arrangements work where, cause he oh, says like, he doesn't yeah. get into relationships. He only has arrangements with women where he, they're basically just fuck buddies. Like they, right. and they meet at this house. He gives them a key to this house where they meet and mess around. And then he goes home. He does not take women back to his house. Again, he's a public persona. Like he, is a race car driver. And also this is not really explained in the show, but his dad is a famous Hollywood producer. Right. 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 Um, so he, like he's lived his life in the limelight. And so I, 
if this is how he lives his life, I kind of get why he doesn't want to take women back to his house. Oh yeah. I mean, I, you know, fine. I I can't really fault him for that. No, it's just that this is just as much her fault as it is his fault because she knows what she's getting into with this dude at this point. Sure. But like, she knows what she's fucking getting into with this. What, what do you think? This is the exact, this is literally the premise of he's just not that into you. You are not the fucking exception. If you sit down and you said, um, sorry, could you tell me about the, um, the, the fuck pad? What is, um, the, uh, basis for the fuck pad? You guess what? You've moved on to, you just, you're just here for a flavor of the week. Mm Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to be, obviously. Like that's I not agree, I agree. But then you know what? You're not a flavor of the week. Move on. Oh, also, this is when he uh they don't use a condom in the scene. Which right. is oddly portrayed in the show, but they don't use they don't use a condom in the scene. Um Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you to spoil for the rest of it do they get pregnant not that i know of like okay. not okay. not that i have read thus far i did start book two only because of the way book one ends and i was like i just have to i have to know like and we're I gonna ruin the shit out of it you. because we we're gonna ruin the shit out of it because neither of us liked it so it's fine that but also i don't i think it's actually very important like to understand Colton, it's extremely important to understand what happened. Agreed, because like what you told me, I was like, okay, if I had known that it's from the really beginning, fucked up. So like her text were like my text to her was like, I fucking hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy. So yeah, yeah. And my and I was like, I get that. By the end, I was like, I get that. But you'll also, know. Yeah. You'll, like I'll when we t- when we do the episode, I'll tell you more about it. Um. So anyway, he so they have this major fight after she realizes like you've brought me to your fuck pad um oh (laughs) there was one thing i wanted to read to you um before the argument starts she's trying to talk about like the boys being excited by coming to the track uh he says like am i really that scary of a guy riley (laughs) and i knew you'd be like yes you look like a fucking serial killer (laughs) Um, she says in her mind, she says, shit, I have to work harder at not wearing my emotions on my sleeve. She says to him, I'm not nervous. My over emphatic answer is a dead giveaway that I'm lying. And he says to her, which was not in the show. Uh, oh, Riley, it's not exactly polite to lie when some of me is still in you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Uh-huh. Point taken. Point taken. Oh. <laughs> Mike down for this. <laughs> Mike down for this, Jordan. So where are we? Um, fuck. What did we talk about last? Um, oh, I was looking for a quote. Oh, go for it. Okay. So here's the part that I was frustrated got cut out of the show. Okay. Because 
I think their argument was so much more extensive in the book than it was in the show, which is, you know, duh. Happens. It's a book versus cutting down to like 30 minute episodes. Right. Um, this is the part that I was referencing earlier. I should have seen it then you sleeping with me and then humiliating me by jumping off the bed. Like I burned you. He says, you did Riley. What, what in the hell are you talking about? That first night he continues ignoring my comment after the second time he says, blowing out a breath, a loud breath. He continues to look at his bare feet, his hips resting against the counter hands shoved in his pockets and discomfort rolling off of him in waves. I kissed you. And I asked you if you were all right. I nod my head, acknowledging him, remembering the raw honesty in that simple moment between us. I swear to God, Riley, I felt like you saw me, really saw me. He raises his eyes to meet mine, and they're swimming with emotion. And you were just sitting there with your dark hair falling all around you, and that white sheet pulled around your waist. He shakes his head before continuing. Your lips were swollen, and your eyes were so wide and trusting, and I realized in that second that it meant more to me. His voice is hoarse with emotion that you meant more to me, Riley, than anything I can remember ever. You scared the shit out of me, Riley. You burned me. He runs his hand through his hair, his eyes darkening. And then I realized, as I do right now, that in the end, I'm going to break you apart. So he is, I mean, like, honestly, like that, that to me is, it's worth hundred percent. Like all we've read up till then. Because like he there's there's that moment where mm-hmm. you don't get that in the movie. You don't get yeah. that. Like you don't understand. Like he is a broken individual. Yeah, he really is. I mean, and he that's that's my biggest frustration with the show versus the book is that they really neglect, I think, this major part of like you of him trying to show her, like, I do care about you. You are different to me than right. all these other women. And I don't know what to do with that. I because don't know how to handle this, this situation. All it is, is going up to that point where we're talking about, where we have this moment, which FYI is coming soon, mm-hmm. is it's like, it's a lot of face petting. Where I'm like, just, <laughs> it's face, face petting, petting, face petting. You, I mean, it's a lot of, just come on. I mean, you love her. You are in love with this woman. Oh yeah, for yes, he is. But and he let's also show us that, like, show us something besides, yeah. But he also, at some point, says that he is not capable of love. That he does not believe he can do that. No, I, I, I completely get it. I get all of it, but at right. the same time, and like, I also believe that he believes that. You know, oh, like that 100%. he is like, you're, I don't believe that he is capable of that it, it, in a way that would, that would satisfy her at this point. I'm not right. saying it's not possible for him, period. Just at this point where he is right now, right. he cannot be what she needs. Right. And so they argue a bit more. She gets irritated with him because what he's telling her and the way he treats her are so different. Um, she says, you tell me we can't do this, that you'll destroy me. But then you tell me that you can't stay away from me, even though you're the one warning me, you push me away and then show up at my doorstep and you give me tonight. I walk toward him in the kitchen until I stand in front of him, which way is up Colton. And then they, so they argue some more and it basically, they're just like, okay, well, this is clearly not going to work out. Like I, 
you should just take me home. This isn't going to work. You can't give me what I need. So, um, then it gets sad because then she, she clearly cares about him. He clearly cares about her and this is clearly not going to work out for them. So this is, um, 18 through 22. Uh, I'm still in that chapter. Oh, this Jesus is still Christ. the fight. This is oh, the fight is, is extensive. We've gone to fuck bad. We're still, no, we're still in the fuck bad right now. Okay. So she said, he says, please Riley stay the night, which is important because that comes up later in the last episode. I hear the desperation in his voice. And I know that he doesn't, that he really means it, but I know that he's asking for the wrong reasons. He's asking to ease the hurt. He knows he's causing me not because he wants to make this more than the arrangement he desires. She says, we both know that's not how the story goes. A tear slides down my cheek. I'm sorry. I can't be what you want me to be. Please take me home, Colton. And in that moment, I was so fucking proud of her because I was like, you are actually standing up for yourself and telling him, just take me home. This is clearly not going to work out. I'm sad about it, but we're just moving on. Right. And that's not really shown as much, I think, in no. the movie. No, 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 no. And then that takes us to episode five. Oh, for God's sakes. Okay, so episode five is chapters 18 through 22. Yep. In part five of six, Riley takes the boys to the racetrack to watch Colton test the car. Aiden gets in trouble at school. Colton asks Riley to take, to try it his way and get him one more night with, uh, with her. <laughs> great, <laughs> great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank Amazon. you. So just of that episode, they take the boys to the track. The boys are super excited. Xander says his first goddamn word to Colton. Um, and I think it's like an word, like just singular, one singular oh, it's word. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. He says hi, which is a big deal. I mean, the kid has not spoken in weeks, if not months. So it is a big deal. The children he, of the corn needs to be reaped. Oh, poor Xander. So he um, like a children of the corn. It's fine. So I'm the worst uh, person ever. You're not the worst person, but he's a child. So let's be nice. And he watched his mother his haircut. get murdered. His haircut is the worst. Yeah. I mean, it's not that he case. didn't he didn't choose that haircut. Somebody on fucking set chose that haircut. That's true. Yeah. So they do the race thing. Um, what's her face? Tawny. <laughs> God, she's fucking such a cunt. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. She's the fucking C-word. Fucking Bridget cunt. That's what I said back to you. You were like, wow, Tawny's a bitch. I was like, yeah, No, I said, can we throw Tawny in front of a fucking car? That's what I said. I don't fucking care. She's awful. She's awful. Um, Honestly, she's kind of not even worth talking about. But she taunts Riley. Tawny taunts. She does. Uh, something that bothered me, though, about this was that I didn't feel like Riley as a character would have taunted her back. Riley, so in the book, or sorry, in, in the show, I felt it was wishy-washy. I felt yes. Riley was really wishy-washy. I was like, there was times where I was like, Riley, 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 yeah. Riley, Riley. I feel like I was like, I, in my heart of hearts going like, no, no. No, I mean, I texted you enough. Where I was like, I want to take Riley. I want to take her away mm-hmm. and put her someplace. It's someplace safe. Like, mm-hmm. um, there were enough where I was like, you know what? 
You do you, baby. You do you. She's very, um, that's one of the things that bothered me about the book was that I just felt like she was very inconsistent as a character. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I didn't think that she would have taunted Tawny back. It, it's just, it bothered me. And it was of course worse in the book, you know, like she was more taunting and more like reactive to Tawny than she was in the show. Oh, fucking Tawny <clears throat> can suck a dick. Tawny's terrible. I mean, She's ta- so Tawny works for Colton. And they I mean, dated in college or something. Which made me laugh because I, I think I texted you. I was like, so he dated somebody in college, but he yeah. won't date anybody now. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Which I think pisses her off because she's like, well, why? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> so. Again, fucking he's the worst. Yeah. He's really not great. He's worst. Really not great. Worst. fucking awful um <clears throat> this is also when aiden gets into a fight so aiden goes to school aiden's one of the boys oh yeah yeah yeah. he goes to school and like the day after or a couple days after the um the racetrack thing and he's excited about that experience and wants to tell people at school about it the kids don't believe him and they taunt him and so they end up in a fight he ha- she has to go get Aiden from school. The principal's kind of a dick about it. Like, it's not the first time. This isn't really explained in the show, but it's not the first time this has happened where she feels like the principal is um, showing bias against Aiden because he's in foster care. So uh, she calls Colton basically saying, can you just give him like an autograph photo or something so that he can take it to school and they'll know that he wasn't lying. And Colton, a kid who has kind of been through this process, says, no, you're just going to get the shit kicked out of him. I'll take care of it. What he does is he picks them up for school the next day and drives them to school and then taunts the boys. And that's the part you have. Next time, sir, it'd be best to remember that Aiden is telling the truth. It's the bullies that need to be sent home, not good kids like Aiden here. Just because he doesn't come from a traditional home doesn't mean it's his fault. After that, the principal kind of tucks tail and runs back into the school. Um, But it is like a nice moment for Aiden and for those boys, because someone has stood up for them yep. at school. This is what I mean. Like Colton has redeeming moments. Colton has oh, great agreed. moments where he is a good person. It's just that there is this fundamental part of him that he will not venture into that makes the relationship side of him unreachable. Right. Um, yeah. So is that the last thing that happens in the, oh, then they go get coffee and he convinces her to give him one more night. And even in that, I'm like, girl, he's literally telling you that he just wants to stick it in one more time. Legit. All of my notes were like, don't do it. 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 Oh, um, I also said fucking hell the music on the track. 
Um, because it was so bad. There was like a couple songs I tried to to um, Shazam, and they were like, "Nope, <laughs> no, okay." I assume that's a budgetary issue, and fine. Um, yeah. So the other thing is, oh, I also said I want to adopt all the boys. Oh, and agreed. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Did you notice on the side of his race suit he has like a vagina on it? Wait, it's what? Like, I mean, it's not an actual vagina, but please, it's like, please send me a picture. Red, like just the shape of the red. No, just on send me, just send me a picture, please. Let me see if do I can that. Find one. I don't know. I noticed. I wrote it down. I said he has like dot 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 a vagina on the side of his suit. Oh yes. Because it's it's the pattern, like it's it's a black suit sure with it just is. and sure a red, sure yeah. Like it I sure mean, yep. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I thought Tosca was that intentional. Yeah, did you do that on purpose? Probably. He's like, I'm gonna put my whole head in it. <laughs> um, it's down the sides. It's like it's under like, his. Oh, sit my head in it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't even know if there like are photos of it. Uh, okay, so anyway, they go out to coffee, and he convinces her to just give him one more night. Okay. She gives into that shit because I know again, inconsistent. This is though where they have an important discussion when they're having coffee. She says, "You're really good with the boys." And he says that he doesn't want kids. Which is fine. I mean, honestly. Which is like, fine. Yeah, I mean, like. It's fine. For their conversation, this is fine. Fine. Yeah. Um, in the, Then he says something. It somehow gets switched back on her. Like, don't you want kids or something? And she. Um, oh, something that I think said, is said in this part. Um, I think he says like, I don't want, I don't want kids or something. And she says that condescending bullshit to him. where like, you know, you might change your mind someday. That fucking pissed me off. Um, but at any rate, she ends up telling him that because of her accident and the trauma that she sustained in the accident, they said that it would be unlikely, the doctors told her it would be unlikely that she would ever actually conceive. And he, I mean, it is what it is. So, which is kind of how she looks at it. She's like, it, this is just what happened. I honestly just try not to think about it because I can't well, do I kind of figured it. from like her conversation and her, um, I figured that she couldn't have kids. I yeah. figured that. I mean, probably not. Like, it, that's the thing, though, is that she says, like, they said it would be difficult. It would be like being on the pill for life. So we don't cool. know that there won't be some accidental pregnancy somewhere. I'm actually kind of anticipating that, like, by book three or four. You know, what? You know? it's it's fantastic. It's cool. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's how it works. It's magic. It's fucking magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fucking magic. Are you putting your mic down? <laughs> yeah. Mic down, Ray. Um, there was one moment though, that kind of irritated me because it was so, again, like the whiplash of Riley and how back and forth she is all the fucking time. Um, this actually happens in episode six, but in the book, it's still, it should have happened in episode 18 because it had or in, um, episode five, because it's when they were having coffee. Right. 
So she tries to like change the subject because they're having this like dark discussion about how she can't have children. And she goes, uh, so Ace, you look kind of hot in your race, in your race suit, which is like the worst yes. fucking subject yeah, change ever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she says that when they like on their next date or whatever, but in the book it's while they're a coffee. Um, and she's like, I wanted you to take me right there on the hood of your car. And I'm like, this is not something that Riley would say. Agreed. It's not. This is not who she is as a person. It doesn't track. Being that person? No, it wouldn't be that person. Like, no. This is just not how she is. No. And that's fine. But what? Like, I, that annoyed the shit out of me. It just it didn't make any fucking sense. He does say to her, I want you, Riley, any way I can have you. But at the same time, he's also saying, I only want you in this one way. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. I only want, can you please just try it my way? He says that. And for whatever fucking inexplicable reason, she's like, yes, that's fine. Okay. So, so this takes us into like the final episode, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so in this final episode, uh, she is being driven. <laughs> Somewhere you find out that it's his actual house. This is where Colton lives. On the beach in Malibu. It's very pretty. I think his house is kind of ugly, to be honest. But like... No, agreed! (laughs) Is not very pretty or well-decorated. However, it is on the beach. So there's that. Great. They... He has a dog, apparently. Fine. (gasps) I know. They take a walk on the beach. They take the dog... Um, and then they come back and have dinner. Now, something that like, remember how like they come back and dinner like appears on the table. Yes. Okay. Well, he has a housekeeper, and that's like a thing in the book that like he makes a joke like I have my ways, and I think the housekeeper like shouts something. It was like, creepy. It was creepy. Well, it's explained in the book. You know, like yeah. it's it's not um a creep. Yeah. Yes. Like it's not like that in the book. Um, I don't think, oh God, that one line, babe, it's old news. I hated that line. Um, what did I, I made like a note here. I don't remember what it was. Um, so anyway, he, they come back from the walk, they have dinner. There's like a, he must have some housekeeper who did all of that. And there's like a joke. I forget what it is, but there's some sort of joke where, she you hear the housekeeper like yell from inside the house and he laughs about it or something um at any rate the the whole thing does happen when she tells him what happens with her car accident and how her fiance died and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. um i did make a note at one point that says he says no please continue riley i appreciate you sharing with me letting me get to know and understand you better um And my note says in all caps, and yet you will not reciprocate. (laughs) Um, Of course. So then they have dinner. um, You know, they bang after that. Um, 
a couple times, I believe, and up against the fucking window in his bedroom, like floor to ceiling windows. From the the ceiling to the wall. From the windows to the wall. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. So, uh, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. the thing is that's kind of when shit really goes downhill it does so they bang a couple times actually like then they go and they hang out outside he does bring her dessert um you know no. the thing is all right so they go to sleep the next morning he wakes up well she wakes up and is like hanging not she's just in bed thinking he rolls away from her and then shit goes the oh jesus christ does it go to o-town big time really big and not a good kind of o-town so um (laughs) they already did that a few times so he here's i'm gonna tell you oh hang on First, I want you to tell me because you okay. only you watch the show. Read, do you want me to read what's on here? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and okay. read the description or whatever. Uh, I never really did that. I know. It's fine. Um, so this is um, 23 to 25 in the final part of Driven. Mm-hmm. Riley agrees to spend the night at Colton's Malibu home with unexpected consequences. That's about it. That's it. That That's is it. literally it. So part of um, part of what's a big deal about this is that he asks her to stay the night and he means it. Like he wants her to stay the night. And he even says to her, I've never asked someone to stay the night and actually meant it before. I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah. So she does. Um, she wakes up like early in the morning. Mm-hmm. He's still asleep. He rolls away from her. And then she wraps her arm around him like big spoon little spoon deal please tell me as a person who only watched the show your impressions of the rest of this like tell me from your perspective what this felt like so what this felt like was like she okay so first you're like okay so she's like oh i want to touch his chest cool I want to touch his junk. I was like, um, I mean, like as myself, I was like, um, I don't think that's cool for somebody you don't really know. Like I, I felt, I felt, I myself felt like it was like weirded out. Like, like you shouldn't touch somebody who's, who's junk. You don't know. Um, but that was me. Um, so then, um, then, um, I was uh, sent to the corner. <laughs> I was told, no, that's me. So he leaps out of bed. He does in the book, like in, in the show, he's like, fuck me. Like, he's like, somebody touched his junk and he was like, nope. Okay. All right. Spoilers abound, everyone. Yeah. I mean, Spoilers for the second book. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Oh God. All right. Trigger warnings. Um, sexual assault, abuse of a minor. Yeah. If none of those things are okay with you, if you don't want to know this, turn it off. Okay. All right. So she wraps her arm around him. I didn't get the, in the book, I didn't really get the impression that she was trying to like, no, try the same in the same show. Nope. Okay. No, no. But she just wanted to cuddle him and he, he wakes up and just flips out. Yep. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. In the book, he in like, he's in an attempt to get away reaches back like self-defense he's not trying to hurt her but just like self-defense reaches an arm back and like elbows her hard in the shoulder and leaps out of the bed and then she sits up and she's watching him and realizing that if she had not if she didn't have the training that she had she would not recognize this but she has seen this nightmare with her boys multiple times So she knows that he has had a terrible nightmare that is based in fact from his past experience from his past. He um, eventually kind of like comes out of a fog and sees her and says like, give me a fucking minute and runs into the bathroom and pukes. And so she's still in bed and she's listening to this. She hears him puking. He pukes a couple times. Um, at some point, I think she gives him a couple minutes like to, to himself, but then she can't help herself. She goes in to check on him. She's standing in the bathroom and then he starts yelling at her and says, he tells her to get out. He says, I don't want you here. Um, she describes how his eyes are like dead that he has just completely glazed over. And the man that she has spent the last like many hours with is gone. And uh, he throws her purse at her and says, get the fuck out. I don't want you here. I don't need you here. Um, I fucked you. I'm done with you. Yep. That happens in the, um, in the show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That scene is pretty, is relatively accurate. I feel like they left the elbow and the shoulder thing out. Um, But for the most part, that part's pretty accurate. She just leaves with her purse and runs out the front door and cries. That's pretty much how the book ends. Also how the show ends. Now, when I got to the end of this book, I was furious um and i was like all right well i'll just like go ahead and see because of course there's like a preview for the next book right the next one starts um really bizarrely it's like it must skip some time these are the notes that i had uh field opens a few days after when she rolls when he few days after he rolls up drunk to her house unannounced and says that they're going to Vegas. And I wrote in all caps, no, no, no. The last time you saw him, he told you he'd fucked you and was bored with you. And then he kicked you out of his house. 
<laughs> and then I wrote in all caps, four fucking books, question mark. Like this is what's going to happen for four fucking books. Now that's not, that's not the beginning of the second book. That's not what it's, happens. We're talking about Victorian. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's not what happens at the beginning of the second book. Um, I'm sure it's there further on. I'm going to tell you how the second book opens because I think it's legitimately important to understand what the fuck has happened with Colton. Now at the, I'm going to tell you right now that there are no fucking trigger warnings. I triple checked that there were not trigger warnings. And I got a spoiler from an Amazon review, which made me want to at least read the beginning of the book to see what the fuck happened. Uh, the book opens with a prologue from Colton's point of view, and it is the fight. It is everything from the dream that he started having to kicking her out. Um, oh, I literally had to skip through parts of this because I could not. It was too descriptive. It was too traumatic. It was far too detailed for my fucking taste. I didn't need to know all of this shit. I had to skip forward. Colton was sexually abused by his birth mother's drug dealer, like basically slash boyfriend, maybe person. Um, as a very young child, very young. Um, I was nauseous reading it and therefore didn't. I just had to skip through it. Um, what kind of sets Colton off? He has this her wrapping her arm around him from behind is what did it. That's what set off the PTSD dream and made him flip out. Now he elbows her in the shoulder, which is important in the book. I'm annoyed they didn't include it in the, in the show because that is what makes him kind of freak out. Um, once he gets up and is out of the bed, um, he sees her like rubbing her shoulder and he's like, did I hurt her? Fucking Christ. I hurt her. Like he doesn't, he then realizes that he has physically harmed this woman that he really cares about. And that makes it worse. After that, he pukes and screams at her and she leaves. Um, something that will probably make you proud of Riley is that after she cries for a little bit outside, she then is like, fuck this shit. I don't even have a phone. Like he has kicked me out of the house. I have no shoes. I have no phone. I have no way to leave. Um, she goes back. She storms back into his house and goes back upstairs. In the meantime, Colton has been standing in the shower, scrubbing his skin multiple times because he's had this horrible PTSD nightmare. Um, but that's what's going on. This is why Colton is unable to be in this kind of relationship. He just can't. Colton needs a lot of therapy. He claims that he's already been through therapy, but he's never talked to his therapist about this shit ever. He's never told anyone that any of this shit has happened to him. And he doesn't even really tell her. She kind of gathers it. <sighs> anyway, that's the beginning of Fueled. I, I do want to watch this, the next series. 
only because, oh, also they changed the actor. What the fuck is that shit? So I don't know if they changed the actor because they didn't like the actor or because no, of I scheduling. I don't, I don't think that is it. So it's a different actor. They did have to, they must have had to refilm scenes because in the trailer, it shows part of this fight. Um, which obviously they wouldn't be able to show if they had not reshot everything. Cause otherwise that would be incredibly confusing. Mm. So I am interested. I probably will not read the entire second book. No, let's, neither uh-huh. of us are going to, nope. no, no, but I will watch the second series. Cause I am curious to see what happens, but still there are two more books after this that I will not be. Nope. I will not be reading them because nope. I, I just don't fucking care. Neither. Nope. No, but anyway, Guys, that is fucking driven. Yep. That's it. I don't really know what else to say, except that I didn't like either of these characters. I will say I liked Colton more after I understood more about him. Because I got that he has trauma that needs to be dealt with. I empathize with him more after I understood. But at the same time, put a fucking trigger warning on your shit. I don't think, oh, no, I have nothing. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I have nothing in this last um, 30 minutes now. I don't. No. Besides, like, fucking trigger warnings and um, uh, your social needs. It's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. It's a lackluster ending, but it is what it is. It's a lackluster ending of the book. So moving on. Um, in the meantime, what's happening next is that, uh, shit, what is happening next? So we have next week. So page to screen. This one airs on the, Uh, what honey? No, you go, you go. Okay, so the next this airs on um, July twentieth. Yep. The episode after that, we will have a. Oh no no no! The next one is the interview with Emma. Emma yes. Jackson yes, is yes. Um, Sleepless in Sicily. That comes out on July 29th. Our episode will air on July twenty seventh. Exactly. Um, and then after that, um, and maybe supposedly we'll do pride and prejudice the musical we'll see there's a vacation (laughs) up in here so we need to like skip something um but then on august 10th we will have a special guest reading american queen by sierra simone so that's what's coming up um in the meantime you can find us at uh www.chickletbookclubpodcast.com we are on twitter at chicklet podcast we're on tiktok chicklet book club Pinterest Chicklet Book Club podcast. You can email us your thoughts and feelings at <laughs> Chicklet Book Club podcast at gmail.com. Um, find us on Instagram, Chicklet Book Club podcast. And there's a bit.ly in for YouTube. Yeah, for I'm not YouTube. reading all that shit no, to you. No, no, no. Um, but man, that is about it. That's yep. fucking driven. Are you driven to the limit? <laughs> I have been driven to the limit. I have indeed. I'm yeah. So sorry. It's okay. Wait, you suffered we... through safe haven. So. All right. So I love you. Mwah. How do we end this? The most annoying <laughs> way possible. Ready? <laughs> Bye. Bye.
<laughs> we reached the fucking sound barrier. <laughs> the fucking <Boom>. <laughs> 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 Whales. Boom. 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 